This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Welcome to the Big O Money Show. My name is Bill Altman, co-host Tony Shore here in the Big O. We had a what, wonderful week of weather and then rain. We had everything, but, you know, welcome to Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everybody, for being with us. And if you're listening on KFAB and 1110 KFAB right here in Omaha, we appreciate you so much. 8.06 a.m. This airs every Sunday morning and with fresh content for you. We're your local fiduciary right here in Omaha, right in Midtown, I call it now, 114th and Dodge area. Yeah. Right in the the sprawling Miracle Hills Business District. Yeah. Uh, we nice. are a financial advisory firm. We have in-house tax CPA firm, uh, Medicare, annuities, life insurance. Estate planning attorneys. Estate planning. I mean, the whole nine yards, we cover it, folks. Um, it, and it's fantastic. We love what you do. They all fit into the puzzle. Yeah. Every one of those pieces is vitally important to your success in in retirement, in your financial life. Yeah. Financial life period. And especially uh, when you need that money in retirement. Yeah, And some of these folks that you hear on the radio that have shows like myself, they say they, you know, only work with people in retirement or nearing retirement. Uh, we certainly, that's a big part of our business for sure. But we always tell people that whenever you want to get started, the earlier, the better. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're fresh and you're, you're 18 years old and you want to open an IRA or a Roth or start contributing and having those automatic payments come out, the power of compounding is absolutely insane. You start running models for young people. And even if you, will you're 18 or you're 40 or 50 or 60, it's, a, it's amazing. But of course, the earlier you get started, it's incredible yeah. what that math looks like. And it's just math at the end just of the math. day. This isn't magic. You know, it's not like you picked the perfect fund to be in. You just really lucked out. Right. Get real. It doesn't exist. Yeah. You know life what I life mean? doesn't work that way. No. And, and it's discipline, you know, and it's like myself, every single, it used to be Monday, but for some reason I changed it to Tuesday and I don't remember why. I think it Monday fell on a holiday and I had to change a, a number or whatever, but regardless, every single week without fail, money goes in. And, and I'm not talking about the IRA work stuff. Just separate money goes into my brokerage account. It's a transfer from my checking account to my brokerage account every single week. I don't care if the market's up, the market's down. I don't care what the Fed is doing. I don't care what um, Obama did or Trump did or Biden's doing. None of that matters when I'm putting that money in. Right. It's extremely disciplined. And guess what? That works. Yeah. Ask any, and you yourself, you know, you're listening right now and you yourself know that if you were in that situation and if you were constantly making sure that you were disciplined about your investing, you know, your portfolio looks good. I would, I would, I would love to hear from somebody that says I did that bill and I invested in that S and P 500 for the last 40 years 
and it's down. I lost it all. <laughs> I'm, we're not going to hear that, Tony. No. We're not. If you did, unless you played the timing game and you thought you were smarter than the market. Right. Or smarter than Warren Buffett because he doesn't believe in timing. But if, you, but if you put in. the money, if you worked with a financial advisor and had that money in some really good, you know, investment accounts um, and the S&P 500 and you've had it in there for 20 or 30 years, you've done well. Even with a down year like 2022, overall, your money has grown and grown. I mean, uh, absolutely. Yeah. It has. Yeah. It, you, and you're going to have the down years, but 74% of the years since 1926, S&P 500, almost a hundred year track record, 74% of the years have been positive. Yep. And it's very, and, and you can't tell me that we haven't been through extremely tough times during that whole time period. We've talked about that plenty of time. We're not going to beat the, beat the horse. Yeah. But, um, you know, talking about our G50, some of our own portfolios at the old uh, Gradient Financial, right? Yeah, uh, Gradient actively managed, yeah, a- Actively managed uh, uh, portfolios. Uh, this particular one uh, is our, it's our blue ship, like uh, blue ship. It's our flagship, flagship blue chip portfolio. Right. Um, it's incredible. So Thursday's Wall Street Journal, there's an article headline, Buffett Feasts on Dividend Paying Stocks. What have we been touting for so long? Yep. Now we don't only, we have other, we have more aggressive portfolios, higher risk, higher sure. standard deviation, higher potential return. Right. Um, but you can't argue with the performance of, of the G50. Yeah. The dividend paying the, stocks, the G50, and it's actively managed. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. And, and the what's the 50 mean? 50 individual blue chips. So this isn't some mutual fund or ETF that you bought that have right. this blue chip for it's 50 individually actively managed blue chips in there. Every single one of them paying dividends. Every single one of them has consistent growth in their dividends. Right. Right. And every single one of them has consistent dividend payments. So not only growth of the dividend payment every year, but they haven't missed anything ever. Yeah. And that's the goal. So, and if the, if those two pieces aren't in a certain company, if they don't, qual- they, if that, they, if they don't check those boxes, it's a knockout. Those are knockout questions. Yep. Oh, you paid your dividends, but you don't have any growth on your dividends year over year. Knocked out. You're not part of the deal. Yep. You know, and we're talking getting filtered down from over 5,000 stocks down to this 50. Yep. That's why we've seen the performance that we've seen in it. Yeah. Um, so it's, it, it, I love seeing when, you know, Oracle of Omaha, and some of you ag- agree or disagree with him, and, and some of you like his politics or don't like his politics. Who cares? Stop. Yeah. Enough is enough. Yeah. He's a great financial new- mind, though. He knows what he's doing when it comes to business and the stock market. Right. So, you know, it's kind of also funny. So, you know, we've been hearing a lot about um, certain uh, conservative value ETFs, which I think are fantastic, but are they, are they really conservative value ETFs? So, so then what do they invest in? You know, cause we got big companies that employ 50,000 people, right? Yeah. So, so, so I'm just curious, My, Microsoft is one of their, or their top holding. Microsoft. So you're telling me Microsoft hasn't swayed to the left at all. There've been super conservative values all, all throughout Microsoft. Come on, people. You really <laughs> believe that? Get real. <laughs> what do we look for in companies? We look at good balance sheets. We look yeah. at profits. We look at you know, the return to investor. Uh, you know, we, we look at 
the other stuff is important too. Don't get me wrong. I, I get it. But you're telling me that when you look through the list of all these companies, NVIDIA, Microsoft, Tesla, those are fantastic companies. We invest in them as ourselves. We, we like those type of companies. We like those big name companies, right? right? Large cap. You're telling me not one of those organizations leans left or has leaned left? Come on, people. Yeah. Fed raises uh, interest rates last Wednesday. Yeah, Another I know that there point. was some pressure uh, from a lot of outside forces from uh, Congress and the financial sector to not raise them this time around. And, uh, they did anyway, they raised them another quarter of a percent, but now the talk is uh, they're going to be done for a while. That's, uh, you know, right. I, I think Jay Powell wanted to set it in kind of like just cement it. Yeah. Right. Another quarter point. I don't think it's a huge deal uh, we saw markets move on on news of course well you know why not right yeah uh, but we they do know that down. they are at a 16 year high at this point so again fed raises at another quarter point uh 10 straight increases 10 10 in a row um so wow. n- now hopefully there's a pause and let's just see what happens we have political elections coming up here pretty soon and and um you know i know that of course, the White House and the Fed don't talk and they're not tied together at all, right? That's what they tell us. Yes, supposedly There's that's... no connection. Oh, absolutely. No connection. N- none. Yeah, none. <laughs> so, so, but we have elections coming up. So, Fed raises rates. We kind of slow the economy a little bit. We pause. Now, we might be in a pause. And we kind of start running into elections and maybe we see a pivot. Yeah. Maybe we start going the other way and drop rates a little bit, you know, spur the economy. Yep. Looks great for the incumbent, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't know, Tony. Call me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this type of thing goes on and uh, nobody has a crystal ball, but yeah, it looks like that may be where we're headed. And uh, of course, now, especially in the last couple of days, we hear rumors of, you know, bank more bank problems and people are concerned about that and the media's yelling now that the sky is falling and the you know they say that hey the dow dropped this morning 300 points because bank fears are growing you know that right. was the headline on cnbc that i read this morning and you know um obviously the fed raising the rate again and you know one more bank having some issues uh the stock will react but you can't you can't live and die by daily stock jumps uh, or you know the stock market will go up and it will go down yep my best advice is stay consistent and stay in the game like my buddy john has told me a long time ago he said i I, because i very successful real estate guy here in omaha he's i said what's you know what's the key you know what do you do he said i've always stayed in the game bill he goes that's my one advice stay in the game you know and so i would add to that and say be consistent yeah, when times get tough, a lot of there's a lot of realtors out there. And when times get tough, a lot of them go, "Oh, this isn't working. I'm going to go do something else, or I'm going to try something else, or I'm not motivated right now. There's it's not going to work." But if you stay in the game, even when times are a little hard, you're going to end up better off in the long run. And I'm glad you brought up real estate because I know a fabulous realtor. You do? I do. Yep. Her name is Danielle Altman. Uh, so you've Daniel worked Altman. with her before? Com. I have. Yeah, I used, I've used her uh, for, <laughs> for real estate. For real, real estate. estate. Yeah, yeah. 
And as your wife, so, uh, since it happens to be your wife, uh, yeah, that's so awesome. That we need to have her on yeah. the show again. That's always we'll, fun. We'll bring her on. Yeah, busy as ever. Home home prices are staying up for the most part. Um, you know, see a couple of reductions here and there. Uh, but we were talking to one of our friends who's also a realtor uh, this past week, uh, Lori Paul. She does a great job as well. And she said that uh, that she has like 50-some showings scheduled for a house, like a $250,000 oh house. Oh, my goodness. Right? Yeah, the market kind of must be good. Right, yeah. So, you know, that's still working out. And the bottom line is uh, you're always going to need a place to live. Yep. Everyone needs a place to live. Right. And you're going to want to upgrade or downgrade or downsize or whatever the story is. You know, you get to retirement and you want to maybe have a main level. Yeah. Not so many stairs. Right. And then, and then you got to think of where you want to live. You know, you're going to stay here in Nebraska or where are you going to go? I mean, you know, isn't what's the saying? The world's your oyster. They say that the world is your oyster. Yeah. There you go. Oyster. Right. Yeah. And, and, and truly it is. So don't feel that you're trapped in one place or another. And, and don't, and just because you think that maybe say Arizona, the home prices might be more expensive per square foot. Remember the taxes and insurance are a lot less. So things kind of balance each other. Right. In fact, I right? just read an article, Bill, you're thinking Arizona. I'm thinking, um, Panama, there's a town, a beautiful small town. I don't know. Population five, 10,000 people. And it's, Panama, Iowa. It's no Panama, the country, oh, and the it's canal. full of ex. Yeah, it's full of expats. Americans are retiring there in droves because they can live like kings. You know, for half of what it would cost to retire here, you can retire there, and you can keep working with your same financial professional because uh, you have uh, Skype. And you know, a lot of people are um, retiring. It's weird how, uh, some people are starting to retire in places like Ecuador and Panama and Costa Rica. Isn't that interesting? Sounds, sounds fabulous to me. Honestly, have you ever had a client retire, uh, outside the country? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And I have a, a couple right now that are, are nearing retirement. They're about a year out and they're going to move to a certain area and that they're familiar with. Yeah. It's not like yeah. just on a whim or anything sure. like that. Yeah. Um, both of them have to be, happen to be married, uh, to somebody that's from, Oh, the, sure. The, that that area. makes sense. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and it, but it's cool because you do look at the difference in expense and it's wildly different. Yes, it is wildly you know, but, different. But, but what else is wildly different? A lot of times your healthcare. Yeah. Some of these of places, time, some of the central American places have excellent healthcare though. I've read, and that's an interesting thing. Like uh, that's interesting. Yeah. I would have to research more about that. Yeah. I mean, we're so darn spoiled here in Omaha, especially well, with our healthcare. Yeah. It's tough I mean, to compare, you can't compare, you, know? you can't compare like the Mayo Clinic or the healthcare system that the big O has. You can't compare these places. Um, uh, but, uh, affordable and quality healthcare. I've heard, uh, Ecuador, Panama, um, Costa Rica. It is interesting how some of these places, um, you know, there are drawbacks too, though. I mean, the, the, you know, bugs and snakes, I don't know if, uh, you know, humidity, those types of things you have to look out for too. Uh, some towns don't have the amenities we're used to. And, you know, some places do, uh, there's a lot of places with beaches out there that it's a lot cheaper to live. But what's the crime? You know, are are Americans getting kidnapped there every day? These are concerns that I would legitimately, as I'm reading this article, it's not mentioning the, it doesn't mention bugs or humidity or crime. And that's, that's what worries me. Well, no, you know, of course not. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah it sells. <laughs> that stuff doesn't sell. The other stuff yeah. does. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Hey. But you know, you're right. I mean, uh, with, as far as the markets are concerned and the economy, there's always, you know, it doesn't matter when, uh, what day we look at the headlines, there are always concerns with the economy and the financial, uh, uh, world, right? Always will be. Yeah. Always. You can always find something negative. Yeah. So yeah. I, so I, I challenge people to look for the positive in things. Right. You know, and what really makes, what really makes our country great is our people. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know what I mean? Yep. And I think we just have amazing people even around the world, but here in America, it's something, something special people have built, you know, if you're coming over from, from Vietnam, for instance, and I say it's because Danielle works with a, a big group that's come over from their big family and, and they're fabulous people. Um, and things that they've accomplished here, they probably wouldn't have been able to do over there. Right. Um, and, and just different constraints and whatnot. And so it is amazing where we are. Um, and, 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 it, it, and so as we go through different things that we've talked about plenty of times on the air before, uh, you know, like you know, pandemics or, you know, trade towers getting hit and horrible, horrible things, right? We overcome those and we're resilient and we come out of that. Uh, and, and we'll continue to, we'll continue to have issues and problems and we'll, we'll continue to overcome them and, um, and things will constantly, uh, change. Right. And we might not always like it, but it, what's going to happen, you're not going to sit there and change it in your bedroom right? or, or, or your right. basement. It's not going to happen. This is you know, true. You're not going to change it by tweeting out something that you think is cool. Right. Right. Or, or your concerns. It's not going to, it's, it is what it is. So, so what I tell people is, you know, just like that article that I was reading from the Wall Street Journal that Warren Buffett, you know, done very well with dividend stocks and blue chips and value. Um, that's right along where we are. And that's not, it's not always perfect when markets go down. It's not like, oh, when markets go down, we're going up. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> right. I mean, there are certain investments, of course, that do that. But again, you're starting to play the timing game. So be very careful. Yeah. Are you going to bet on the 74% winner? Yeah. Right. Or the twenty six percent winner. What yeah. are you gonna? What are you gonna put your money on? Which right. horse? The one that wins seventy five percent of the time, or the one that wins twenty five percent of the time? Just curious. Yeah. Come now, on. Now, if people. that horse that wins twenty five percent of the time wins, uh, then you're gonna make a little more money, right? But it's a huge risk. I'm I'm taking my twenty five percent, Tony. <laughs> uh, uh, did I say twenty five? Yeah. I'm taking my seventy five. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, social security has been a big question lately amongst people and when they should start taking social security. And, and there's a lot of uh, folks out there that talk about it's best to really take it at the end, take it, at, grow it till 70, take that biggest amount. Uh, and there's something to be said about that. And that certainly works for some people for sure, for different reasons. But there's also the other side of it where if you're retiring and let's say you're 62 years old and you're retired, Right. Right. And you can start taking your social security at a reduction, um, but you, you need money. So it's not like you have tons of cash laying around. You can just, you don't need to take any income from anywhere or other avenues of income. Right. So you retire, you have a real nice IRA built up or 401k or a nest egg, whatever it is. Right. It's right. All built up. So no, that's not a concern. Do you draw from that first from that money that you've saved or do you start taking from social security first? It would come down to the math. You got to do the math. Where are you going to make more money? You know, and it's not always cut and dry. That's but I'll true. tell you, in a lot of situations, we like taking from that social security first. First, it's a bird in the hand rather than two in the bush. Yeah. Because what if 
you got sick at you're, you're 62 you're retired life is great you know everything you're healthy as a horse all that kind of good stuff and then at 66 you, you it's not so good the outlook doesn't look good sure and you were maybe pass away or whatever the situation is right um those are that that's time that you can't get back social security isn't sending your spouse a check from their four years that you missed that you could have started taking it that goes poof yeah right um so one is that the burden the hand deal two is it's not fully taxed yet that could change right remember in in 1940 the first check would issue it was issued um, in 1983, so from 1940 to 1983, the promise was that it would never be taxed. 1983, Congress steps in and puts a 50%er on there, meaning 50% of your benefits will be taxable at your ordinary income rate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then in 1993, another change, they added a bracket per se, 85% of your benefits are now subject to taxation. After you married, filing joint, it's like forty-four grand. More than forty-four thousand dollars a year in income, fifty percent of your benefits are taxable, or eighty-five percent of your benefits are taxable. But what does that mean, Tony? It means that fifteen percent of your benefits are tax-free. Yeah, which is and if you're pulling from your IRA, your IRA is going to be typically, unless it's a Roth, fully taxable. Yeah, traditional IRA is fully taxable. One hundred. And if you're invested properly you should have better growth than the delayed retirement credit provides you in social security growth, more growth on your investment, on your investments. You should, right? You should, if you are working with the right professional, right? Yeah. I could find one for you too. Bigomoney.com is our website, bigomoney.com. And again, our phone number is 402-557-6730 right here in Omaha, Midtown, 150. 14th and Dodge area, Miracle Hills. Nice. Uh, phone number again, Tony, 402-557-6730 and bigomoney.com. If you're looking for someone that uh, that could help you with your finances or your Medicare or your tax or your real estate, your insurance, I mean, we cover it. Um, and it's beautiful too, because it, it, when you go and log on to that website, when you get into that website, again, bigomoney.com, you're going to see a, a, a generational vault or client login. You can click on that and actually create your own generational vault account completely free of charge and kind of check out a little bit about what we do, uh, create some budgeting in there, all kinds of fun stuff that you That's can awesome. play with. Uh, you'll see it. I, I highly recommend you can take different, uh, different surveys in there and different things in there that you can do. Um, so that can really help you out again, big money.com. All right. Well, Bill, great show today. Listeners. Thanks for tuning in here at the KFAB nation. And that does it for today's episode of the big O money show with Bill Altman. Thank you for listening to the big O money show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the premier advisory group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at 
P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.